Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 70, How to Overcome the Five Biggest Obstacles to Healthy Living. I am your host, Shelly Rael, Registered Dietitian, and I'm here to share with you some of the things that I've learned over the many years of being a dietitian of the biggest obstacles to healthy living and how to overcome them. So being a dietitian for over 20 years now, I guarantee you that I've heard all kinds of reasons of why people have challenges with healthy living. And I know these are authentic and valid obstacles. I get it. Like many people, I have many roles, many of them running concurrently. In college, I was a full-time student and had a family and was working part-time. And at that time, my husband had a job in which we were never quite sure when he would be home. It could be 6, 6.30 or later, and even during the holiday season, sometimes after 8.30. So that just meant a lot of the evening responsibilities were on me in our family life. In the past, I've trained for half and full marathons while still working full-time and being a mom and wife. After I graduated from college, I took on many volunteer roles in my profession, including state meetings and serving nationally, which often meant traveling because this was in a time before we were able to do virtual video meetings. And even today, I balance multiple roles in my personal and professional life, including working numerous contract gigs. I teach college students part-time. I do writing, I do this podcasting, and I still volunteer while attempting to maintain my fitness, even when injuries disrupt that. So really, this is not to say this is all about me, I promise. It is to say, I get it. I promise you, I do. There's a lot going on in our lives. And I know I do have the additional benefit of being in a profession and being able to teach people about healthy lifestyle habits. So it gives me a little bit of a better understanding of things, but I also see it as part of my job to be a role model to people that we can do it and can't always do it successfully, but it's always attempted. So again, today I'm addressing what I hear and believe are the top five obstacles to healthy living. And first things first, I'm not going to talk about smoking after this couple sentences here. So not smoking and not using tobacco products. I figure if people don't get it by now or are not aware of the various resources to help them stop, they aren't likely to take that information, information from me. However, it is the, one of the top things people can do to improve their lifestyle. All right, number one, time. Yes, based on what people tell me, this is the biggest obstacle. And I get it. And if you've ever used the term binge watch or something similar, referring to yourself, I dare you to tell me that you do not have time for healthier living. I dare you. We all have the same 24 hours. And we may delegate that time to highly productive work, 
and maintaining our relationship. We do need to delegate me time, which can include screen time, self-care, and your favorite form of entertainment. We can find balance with fitness time, which can be part of maintaining relationships or entertainment. So for example, at my house, we both enjoy golfing and biking together and going to movies. So there's a blend of different forms of time use there. Now there's a video I'll link in the show notes and I've showed it to my college students many times. It's called 23 and a half hours. What is the single best thing we can do for our health? This video is just over nine minutes, but the gist of this 23 and a half hours is if you can devote 30 minutes or half an hour a day to exercise, seriously invest 30 minutes a day for exercise for your health, there's a lot of health benefits. I encourage you to watch that video. I think I personally find it entertaining and fun to watch. And he talks about all the benefits of getting 30 minutes of exercise. And you get those other 23 and a half hours for everything else you need to do. And I know it takes time to cook and prepare meals, but you don't have to take a lot of time. You really don't. There is planning and shopping, but many people shop for other things too. I, I hate the inconvenience of getting gas. I hate it. It's such a pain in the butt, in my opinion. And I do it because I have to invest that time to get gas or I'll be in trouble. So investing the time to meal plan is great. And I will link to a prior blog post that I did, a blog post that I have, I haven't done a podcast about it, on how to do some meal planning tips that's not the same as meal prepping. Okay, so number two, the biggest, second biggest obstacle I hear is cost. So I hear that healthy eating costs more and joining a gym can be expensive. Sure, joining a gym can be expensive. However, not going to a gym and paying for it is worse. And yes, a bike and all that that goes with it can add up. And running shoes can cost a lot. But does healthy eating cost a lot? Does it really? Making healthy food choices doesn't mean you have to go to a specialty grocery store does not mean you have to buy organic food. It means making healthier choices, which can be budget friendly. For example, beans, either dried or canned, are pretty inexpensive. Oats, quick cook or five minute oats don't cost a lot. And if you compare servings per container, has a lot more servings per container in a lot of cases than ready to eat cereal. Frozen fruit and frozen vegetables last longer than fresh and can often cost less. And peanut butter is a great budget-friendly food. And what, how much does water cost? Really, how much does water cost? If it's expensive, you're not getting your water from the right place. And here's what else can cost a lot. Insurance deductibles, co-pays, 
and the time it takes to treat and recover from some medical diagnosis. Take some time, so go to the first obstacle, find some time and see where you can invest 30 minutes a week for meal planning and take a look at some of the more budget-friendly options at the grocery store and recognize that it does not necessarily cost more to have healthier food choices. All right, number three, motivation. I say it all the time, the first step is the hardest. It is, I know it. When I ran, I would run outside, even in the winter, even in the dark. And the most challenging part was getting out the door. But once out there, it was easier. If you don't want to cook, but want to try making healthier meals, or I should say, if you don't cook, but you want to try making healthy meals, plan for one meal this week. When I wrote my blog post that I'll link in the show notes, five ways to make healthier eating easier, I mentioned my cookbook that has all kinds of super easy to make meals, and most of them are under 30 minutes. So I'll do a link to the cookbook and a link of five ways to make healthy eating easier. So don't make this complicated. Don't make the cooking part complicated for you. Enlist help. Call somebody to help, not call somebody, but ask somebody in the house to help you with some cooking. And the motivation part here of the obstacle of making healthier choices, if you need a checkup or you need to schedule a mammogram or a colonoscopy, just get on the darn call and schedule it. And I know I'm making it sound so easy. Yes, getting on the call and having them check the insurance or waiting on hold, that may be a painful thing, emotionally painful. But the last time I had a mammogram, I didn't have to talk to a single person. I was able to go on the web portal and schedule it online, and it got it done in five minutes. Now, granted, I was an established patient, so you may not be able to do that if you haven't established it. But let me tell you, I know it's easy to procrastinate. And sometimes you may find that it isn't so painful or time-consuming to schedule this appointment, and you may find it's still a few months off, and that's okay, unless it's something urgent. And if you are worried about being on hold for a while, find something to multitask while waiting. So I listened to my brother schedule his colonoscopy while we were on vacation, literally walking down the street, and we were two time zones from his doctor's office. He did it in a fun environment. He got it scheduled. He was able to get it off the list. And that was the end of that until it came, that appointment came around. Stop procrastinating. Take that time to take that first step, and hopefully you'll find some motivation to do it now. All right, number four, exhaustion. Now, I want to take a second to maybe think about a possible explanation of why you may be exhausted. Like many people, you probably have a lot going on, as I talked about under the time section. Two things to consider here. If you're exhausted, 
there could be a potential underlying medical issue and that needs to be checked. So don't put it off because you don't want to know. But first consider this, before thinking it's a terrible underlying medical issue, consider that you may be exhausted because your eating pattern is off and you may need to fuel better, provide your body fuel to feel better. In episode 68 and 69, I addressed, it, I addressed fueling your fitness, but it also works for just fueling your body each day. So going too long without eating can make you tired. Some people have this idea that eating one meal a day is the best way to go. However, they may find that if they have a few meals spread out throughout the day, they're less tired, less exhausted. And choosing quick energy foods may help in the short time, short term, I should say, but an hour later, you may find you have crashed. And I see this all the time. So that's why I made the mini course that I have that has a workbook. It's a 32-page workbook. It's called Six Tips for the Busy Person to Have Sustainable Energy. And in that mini course and the workbook, I address the timing of eating and what Foods are better for longer energy and fuel. So I have that linked in the show notes as well. So I recommend you consider checking that mini course out because it helps address energy, food, planning, including eating out. And if you feel, if you feel, if you find yourself in a place where you have to go into the gas station or the convenience store to get foods, you've already got a strategy if you go through that mini course. Many people find that eating pattern switches, so switching up their eating pattern can help minimize and even eliminate exhaustion. So I'd recommend giving it a try and see what have you got to lose. And the fifth biggest obstacle I see is I don't know where to start. There's a lot here. There's a lot of obstacles. There's a lot of conflicting information on the internet and well-meaning people giving you advice and it can be overwhelming you may have a lot of questions and i can help you shorten that learning curve of finding what is the right answer or you may want some accountability to get motivated to talk about the cost and time of being healthier of eating healthier making healthier choices so that's where i say let's talk I offer a free 30-minute introductory call, and we can discuss your health and wellness goals and how I can help you reach them and potentially overcome some of these common obstacles to a healthier lifestyle. Take a minute, look in the show notes, schedule some time today, and this call may just be your motivation to take that first step. Thank you for listening today. That's Real World Nutrition. You all take care. Bye for now.